Good evening, teen timers. Is that a tear in my eye? More likely, it's a reflection of the briny waters in the tanks that hold one of the sea world's most curious creatures. So I'm not getting too emotional, honestly. This being my last around town report for Radio 3's Teen Time program, having first filed them over three years ago. What I want to tell you about this week, though, is an intriguing display called "The Secret Lives of Seahorses" on now at Ocean Park. To give us the lowdown, here's one of the park's exhibit organisers. Hi, I'm Grant Grant Abel, and I'm the general curator for Ocean Park. So we're standing in the quite busy Secret Life of Seahorses exhibition, which is going to be on through the summer. Where did the inspiration come from, and what's it all about in a nutshell? Seahorses are a vitally important species in Hong Kong waters, in fact, globally in coastal waters around the world. They are under so much pressure that there are many species becoming extinct in the areas that they're found. Traditional Chinese medicine. Has used seahorses for many years, and Hong Kong is a hub for hundreds of thousands of seahorses coming in, being used as medicines. So the team at Ocean Park, we study seahorses in the wild. We study them in our aquariums. We work with other aquariums globally for breeding seahorses, and we really wanted to showcase that work and the concerns and things that we can do in Hong Kong to help protect seahorses in our waters and elsewhere in the world. The seahorses that we have on display here at the park,、um, there's about 12 to 14 different species. They come from all corners of the world, from Asia, Southeast Asia, some from Europe, the Mediterranean, some from American waters、uh, and Australian waters. But the animals that we have here have all been bred in different zoos and aquariums around the world.、Uh, these are collaborating parks that we work with, you know, exchange different animals so that we're not impacting animals in the wild. The one species of seahorse that is known to be in Hong Kong waters,、uh, there used to be three. There are now known to be only one. We don't have on display here because there's no one breeding them, and it's a project that we would like to advance and develop in the future to be able to breed the local species of seahorse and find areas where we can reintroduce that species back into Hong Kong waters. We're standing in front of an aquarium of yellow seahorses, which do exist in Hong Kong. And、uh, you've just told me、uh, off microphone that these are from Australia. Is there no way that you would consider breeding from elsewhere and introducing them into、uh, Hong Kong waters if there's a depleted population? We'd like to, but that's something that you can't. Do what we do have a、uh, yellow seahorses from Australia, originally from Australian waters, bred by、uh, facilities in Australia, so they're captive bred, and we brought them up here.、Uh, although it's the same species, we can't then breed them and release them into Hong Kong waters. If we want to be able to do that, which is one of our、uh, future plans and goals, to Breed seahorses from Hong Kong waters and re-release those seahorses back into the marine reserves of Hong Kong. That type of program is okay, but you can't bring them from another location and breed them and then release them into Hong Kong waters. And if there is a very small population only of、uh, yellow seahorses in Hong Kong,、yes. would you have considered bringing any into this exhibition from the wild? No, we have a program to monitor seahorses in a, a number of locations in Hong Kong and an ongoing program with the AFCD. But there's simply Not enough seahorses out there for that kind of project to be viable at this time. We hope that in the future, when we've done more surveys of different marine parks and reserves, know where the animals are, where they're breeding, and their numbers, then we can work up a project with the AFCD to 
ensure that animals that are bred are given a, a greater chance of survival before being released back into the wild. This exhibition is drawing a crowd. We are having this interview on a weekday and people are amazed by what they're seeing. Besides seahorses, there are also some species of fish, pipefish. That's right. Pipefish are related to seahorses. They're like the, the cousins of the species. And uh, as, as people may not realise, seahorses and pipefish, seahorses are part of the pipefish uh, family. They are a fish. Uh, they do have gills. They, they're breathing like other fish. It's just that they're such a unique creature. They've evolved in unique habitats, so they're, they're, you know, they're different in many different ways. Okay, there are two things that I've noticed from this exhibition already. One, seahorses are fish. Two, there's something unusual and unexpected about the male gender. I'll pass on to you for that one. The males are very dedicated fathers. They actually produce the offspring and uh, care for the offspring during the main part of their early lives. Do they actually go through a period of pregnancy in a way? <laughs> in a way. <laughs> you could call it that, yes. If you come and see the exhibit, you'll see video of these seahorses being born and the whole story. It's, it's very fascinating, very unique for, uh, for a fish species. We're in front of one of the intriguing varieties and there are a few to choose from. This is a very small scale variety. This is the, the slender seahorse and what's particularly unique about them is that they can move into different environments and change color oh. yeah would the ones on exhibit here do that they do actually some you can see some of them are a slightly different color that's quite right they are going from a kind of a an orangey brown to quite a gray rock color yeah and where would these be found in the mediterranean area i think these came from breeders in uh, in the uk Moving on from something which really is no more than a few centimetres long, we'll That's look right. at something larger scale. We're now in front of the uh, the leafy sea dragons, and they really are the most royal of all the, the seahorse family. Um, they'll grow up to 50 centimetres in length. They're found in uh, only in Australia, in uh, parts of Western Australia and South Australia. They're just a magnificent, beautiful animal. Obviously, to look at it, it's got all the, the flowing tentacles to be camouflaged within uh, natural sea grasses where they're found. And one of the unique features is their courtship, the way they, what they call dance, from the bottom of the sea up, up to the surface. What they're doing at the moment is searching through the seagrass looking for mysid shrimps. They're all fed with live food. When you're coming in to look at the animals, look at what they're doing because most of the time they're searching for food and it's really interesting to watch their eyes, watch their movements and watch how they, they stalk their prey. They're an amazing creature. You mentioned the majesty of, uh, of the leafy sea dragon. It really seems to be moving uh, in no hurry at all with a lot of grace. That's right. To our eye, it looks very graceful. I, I guess in their world, it's stealth. Our message to everyone in Hong Kong in particular is to find ways to reduce refuse that we just discard. There's so much going into the oceans around us, and uh, it's shocking. It's really having a huge impact on the seahorses, their environment, and the survivorship of those species and many other relatives, obviously, in Hong Kong waters. So the take-home message for this exhibit really is for people to have an awareness and appreciation for the animals. In the traditional Chinese medicine community, where there are alternatives to dried seahorses as a medicine. Hong Kong is, is the major importer of, of dry seahorses coming from all over the world, from all sorts of fishing means, including uh, like dynamite fishing, destructive fishing that we, we know goes on in Southeast Asia, Philippines and so on. Consumers in Hong Kong are having an impact globally and we're having an impact locally and we need to make some changes. 
and we need you know young minds, fresh minds, the youth of today to help the adults of the day be better adults today and of course the, their own behaviour in the future is going to determine whether or not seahorses can survive in Hong Kong or not. We certainly hope they will. Grant Abel, General Curator at Ocean Park, talking about conservation issues around the fascinating exhibit The Secret Lives of Seahorses, on now till late August. Get more information about it at www.oceanpark.com.hk. So, that's it from me, Andrew Dembina, with this, my last Around Town report. Thanks for putting up with me. Listen back to this report and get those details I mentioned on our online archive at rthk.hk slash special slash teen time. Back to Alison Howe.